Three, two, one. Sarah Hathaway, we made you watch the Australian teen girl TV show about mermaids called H2O Just Add Water. Before we start, I need you to say one compliment for it. What is the, your favorite thing about this show? Uh, I love mermaids. <laughs> yeah? Do you really? Do you I, honestly love mermaids? I genuinely love mermaids. Like, as as a kid, I feel like, so we're in the, the generation that had, like, The Little Mermaid as, like, a formative yes. childhood movie. Mm-hmm. Very yes. important. Also, she had red hair, so, like, I felt a kinship with Ariel. But I also loved, this is kind of embarrassing now, but I love the movie Splash. Oh. <laughs> as a kid, before I understood that it was, like, kind of wild, widely hated. Um... But I just really, really loved it, and I feel like this had a lot of the same splash elements, as in, like, um, very fake-looking orange tails, and you can get rid of your tail with a hairdryer. Love hairdryer mermaid tail shenanigans. So it just, like, reminded me of a lot of good, like, childhood mermaid entertainment experience. Did you guys do any reading about the tails? No. No, I should have. I was curious. It it turns out that they have three different tails. They have a hard tail, a soft tail, and a swimming tail. They're all custom-built, handmade scales, six months each to create. Wow. Wow. So that's And that's nine tails, because there are three three ladies. ladies, And then I read that in later seasons, another girl gets mermaidized. And then there's a Netflix spinoff where there's a merman. (gasps) What? There is, That sounds awesome. I want to watch all of this. I might. Yeah, there's a lot. There's also a a spinoff cartoon. Yeah, and this is all on Hulu and Netflix. Like, you can watch so much Mermaid TV if you want. It turns out it's coming back. Mm. Uh, Chris, why don't you go next? What's your major compliment for H2O? Yes, sir. Uh, You know, speaking of those tales, one of the things I actually really like, so, you know, the budget showed in this movie Mm -hmm. a lot. How, sorry, TV show. Uh, But one of the ways that that was awesome is they actually had these girls underwater in tails Mm -hmm. swimming around, which I thought was kind of baller. And, like, they, you know, they didn't have stunt people, obviously, because you need to be able to see that girl's face and see her in a tail and, and the whole deal. So, way to go, girls. Mostly uh, they did that in, like, impressed. the intro. You didn't see a ton of swimming during the show. Well, the episodes we had uh, were not swim-heavy, No, I don't think. They were more drama and awkward-heavy. Yeah. But I get the sense that they, for the intro, took every swimming shot they filmed and just jammed it together to show you that they're swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they were uh, they had like separate foot thing foot pedals in the tail for when they swam to like kick to make it swim better. Oh wow, pretty elaborate. Wow. Yeah, I mean they do. I mean they they it looks realistic to yeah, I, a, to more of a degree than you would expect. Well, yeah. considering how cartoony the island looked. Oh yeah, I was like kind that of was like the tail <laughs> they, CG they just showed the mat from the Disney Peter Pan of Never Never basically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go third. My uh, major compliment is, uh, well, it's actually kind of bouncing off what you just said, Chris, is uh, I really like that this show, um, at least in the, the episodes we watched, um, didn't have much mermaid in it. I thought that was great. <laughs> uh, it was mostly a, just a TV show about Australian teen girls and, and their boy problems. And because they're teenagers, they just hang out in a juice bar instead of a real bar. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, oh, look who just came in to get some orange juice. It's Brad. We have problems with Brad. I mean, it was so... It was just Can like, I buy you a wheat shot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Someone really said in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I have some problems with mermaids. We've discussed them before. But all of them disappear when it's... Um, also, when they're not, like, mermaids full-time, when it's just a a silly water power and mostly you're just a fully human woman i think that's that's pretty great and they're super chill about having magic powers 
Apparently, uh, later on they are. The first episode, they're like, "Oh God, I cannot touch any any liquid. Well, yeah, Towels we, everywhere." We didn't have to watch the first first couple episodes for this. We were not. Yeah, we to came those. in on episode four, I think. Yeah, and by that point, they were just like, uh, "It's too bad I can't be on swim team." Anyway, so we're mermaids now, and then they just let's talk about boys, and that was that was fun. I liked that. That was a relief for me. I did go back yeah. and watch the first one, uh, so I did. See you the did information, yeah. Wow. I just wanted to, yeah, I had questions about some of the logistics that Wikipedia didn't want to answer. Yeah, I was just, I wanted to know, I was like, how did they get into this situation, and why aren't they upset about it? (laughs) Oh, oh, that, yeah, that's not what I was curious about. (laughs) Oh, interesting. All right, well, Tanya, let's hear your major compliment. We can find out more in a second. Um, I really enjoyed that all of the interstitials were f- like splashing water. <laughs> yes! Oh, instead of like a dissolve or anything. I liked that a lot. I don't know why. I just thought it was like very <laughs> like cute. tied in and cute. Yeah, I, especially it felt great because it's wet month. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Wet up, um, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking of <laughs> get wet, stay wet. wet. What? Yeah, get wet. <laughs> stay wet? I, no, don't stay wet if you're these ladies. Yeah, no, dry everybody off will know. If you're these yeah. Dry off immediately, especially if you're at a slumber party. <laughs> Never let them see your tail. <laughs> yeah, the great sleeping bag ruse where you're just in a sleeping bag the whole time so no one notices oh your tail. And they, they thought can't it was tell you so have... cool. Everyone did it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot that Cleo had an extra three foot of tail on yeah. her. Yeah, those sleeping bags are extra long. I. <laughs> I wonder about the drying thing, though, because it's like, your tail is like fish now. I mean, does don't fish gills, re- like, let water roll off them? How do you stay yes. wet when you're a fish? It's difficult. Well, you're mostly in the water to breathe, yeah. so I think fish don't worry about <laughs> Right, I'm not worried about too for much. fish, but I mean, for them, like, when she gets hit with the sprinkler and then she's laying on the grass, like... How long does she stay wet? A normal amount of time? That's a, this was one of my logistical questions. It was like, and, and like, how does a blow dryer facilitate maximum drying? Like, how dry do you have to get? Yeah, that, yeah. that part. And also, isn't the worst part your hair? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but which gets frizzier. Be... That's part of the transition. It's like when, you, when they turn into a mermaid, it's not just fishtail. It's also like mermaid-esque bra and frillier hair. Yeah, yes. yeah. I wanted to know about those bras. But when they go back to human, <laughs> they, their clothes reappear. Yes, yes, that- immediately. That was really nice because I was really concerned about that for a minute. Because I'm like, well, there's going to be some like metaphor for growing up in here. But and, yeah. and then they were like, nope, we got that covered somewhere else. Yeah, they're like, yeah. we don't have to add body discomfort to the like additional <laughs> body discomfort to the yeah. List they're of all fifteen year olds yeah. are dealing with. This yeah, I wondered about if that like stressed the actresses out that at any time you could be because like the cutoff for the tail is like really low, yeah. and there's like well, that's... weird. I don't know. I just was like, God, they just would have had to have like the best possible like abdomen in order to deal with like yeah. swimming. I mean, this is what was in at the time, so you know, in Australia for mermaids was the low rise tail. Yeah, <laughs> boot cut tail. Yeah. Boot cut Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a, we're a pretty good podcast about books and movies and TV and such. Um, we, we normally pick something uh, sponsored by one of our fabulous sponsors, which today includes Valerie, who has Thanks, got, Valerie. Thanks, Valerie. Um, we'll introduce you to the panel, and then we'll talk a little more about what we watched. I'm Alex Falcone, uh, today from our Houston studios. Uh, you can Ooh. follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone, and just don't come to Houston if you can avoid it. Also joining me today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter, and Mr. in Brooklyn, New York, it's Mr. Chris Smith. 
Singing. Ah, singing. <laughs> we are, ah. We, I have some thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, apparently that is my number one Australian pop hit called Singing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also joining us in our Brooklyn studios, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. It's Tanya Davis. Wait, you guys, why don't we just stop the episode and talk about who's got the cutest legs on the boys' swim team? <laughs> mm, we're building the perfect boy. Because <laughs> I've, always, I've always been really obsessed with boys' legs. That's the part of the boy that I want to talk about the most. I, yeah, I was wondering about the legs thing. Yeah, I thought that was weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I guess if you're building the perfect boy, maybe we just missed the conversation about butts. I don't know. Yeah, they weren't talking butts. They weren't talking abs. Um, just like yeah, or even arms. I feel yeah. like arms would be more yeah, more interesting. But maybe you know, maybe every year they talk about a different body part. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe in Australia, in annual Queensland, slumber party. Maybe at the time they were just really into leg wrestling at that time. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable as like a grown woman. I don't know how these teen <laughs> girls would be dealing with like leg wrestling logistics. I'm not into it. Also, this week it's especially mean to them. I guess if they're talking about leg wrestling since they don't have legs as often mm. it's kind of mean also joining us this week we have a very special guest uh, in Chicago for now it's Sarah Hathaway oh no this dolphin has a crush on me <laughs> I don't think that's how dolphins work I assume they no. are pretty speciesist and luckily yeah. they sidestepped that it was mostly just the dolphin playing off her affections to feed its pregnant dolphin friend i think although i think the pregnant dolphin came later but I think yeah that the was... dolphin saw her as a mermaid and then he's like i'm not a porpoise i just crush a lot okay, <laughs> okay. Like, girl just... you look pregnant i'm depressed <laughs> <laughs> all i wanted was a pregnant dolphin to become friends with but i guess you're close enough human girl <laughs> <laughs> Human girl with fish bucket. Yeah. <laughs> fish bucket. I have a uh, lot of thoughts about Cleo's job. We'll get into that. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk I about have her so job. Many, I have so, much, so many thoughts about Cleo. <laughs> I love sure. Cleo. She's awful. I hate her I so much. Oh, no. <laughs> I love Phoebe Tonkin. Uh, she, yeah, I feel like she she undergoes a transformation in the episodes that we watched from season one to season two. Oh, yeah. like sure. She gets very, like, I'm a model now. Yeah, look like, at how giant my eyes are. Well, they all also go through a real personality shift from episode one to episode four. Because in episode one, I don't know if you guys realize, uh, the girls hate each other. They're not friends. Really? Yeah. yeah. And well, no, they hate Ricky. Ricky's like an outsider. She's poor. Well, yeah. Ricky's on yeah. like five things in the entirety of the episodes we watched. So I feel like I didn't I have so Ricky many thoughts. Save it. Save it. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Also, also, Zane is not a friend. He's a dick. Oh, bag. Zane is so ugly. Oh, I have so many thoughts about okay. him. <laughs> we should get into it. Yeah. All right. This is episode 303, you guys. We have now done as many episodes as the antecedent in the ratio of CEO pay to average worker pay, i.e. CEOs in America make 303 times as much as the average worker. Man. Speaking of things uh, that upset me, this week we're talking about the 2006 Australian TV show that I'm sure was, uh, I guess, the the Aussie on the Aussie version of the CW or whatever. Um, I don't know what channel they showed Teen Girls and Mermaid stuff, but it's called H2O. Just Add Water, sponsored mm. by Valerie, who says this, I watched the first couple of episodes with a girl I was babysitting, and then I got totally addicted, and I'm ashamed. Yes. Uh, I was, I, it was wonderfully stupid, and a, a great mindless show to watch during grad school. 
Um, which I'm glad she said that part because if it was just like I just love the show, uh, we would be like we wouldn't be as, as sure about her smarts as when she said grad school. No, I, I, I support <laughs> I support grad school or no. I think it's I think it's great. Just just love what you love. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you don't need to be tossing around grad school. You can just like it. Yeah, I just I like that as a thing to drop anytime you're talking about something, which is like you're like yeah, I played a lot of. Uh, Candy Crush while I was studying astrophysics. Like, I like that as a... Yeah, just, just a way to, like, offset bad decisions. Exactly. Like, oh, my God, I ate two pounds of tater tots a day while studying. Or depending on how much my funding PhD. you got, maybe double running up a hill. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a weird image. That would be difficult. Uh, running down us, hill and eating two pounds If you want to force us to watch any of your guilty pleasures that you experienced during grad school and then also <laughs> brag about something smart you were doing in the meantime, go to readdeathweep.com. <laughs> Sign up on our mailing list. We'll have some more episodes in a couple months. Uh, Chris, please summarize for us in the style of a girl whose bottom parts are replaced by a goddamn codfish. (laughs) Okay, sure. Uh, I don't know. What do you you call them? Feet? Uh Yeah, here we go. So (laughs) three Queensland teenage girls with legs in a sleepy beach town, acquire mermaid powers, which means they turn into mermaids with no legs. Not when they want uh, to. And instead, yeah, not when they want to, but when they touch water or anything, mostly water. When they just add water. When they just <laughs> add water and their skin touches any water in case or you gets forgotten wet. the recipe for mermaids. They put it in the title. Yeah. 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 It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's legs or any part of you plus water equals no legs. It's good that it's not and, a harder recipe where you have to add like an egg. You know, (laughs) (laughs) equals fucking mermaid. Step one: make a perfect hollandaise. (laughs) That would be so tricky. (laughs) So uh, they change into mermaids, and they can also control water and all water-based liquids with their fucking minds when they want to. Yeah, they only do this when the budget of the show allows, which is almost never. But they have different ways of controlling it. They're not all the same water powers. Uh, do they each have individual water yeah, powers? Yeah, yeah, so... Why, yes. Why, yes, they oh. do. <laughs> one, one girl can make water become more water, and then one girl can freeze it, and one girl can make it boil. The The poor girl, okay. I think, makes it boil. Uh, Ricky, yeah, girl. they show Let's that... Let's not call her the poor girl. Well, she, Ricky. I mean, they, there's no appreciable difference visually between these girls. It's, it's not really like poor girl is like wearing like burlap and has like streaks yeah. of coal let's, on her let's, face. Let's talk about them. So there's, there's Emma, the former swim team girl who now can't be in the swim team because once she adds water, becomes a mermaid. <laughs> right. uh, so she has dark blonde hair and she's kind of rich. That would be real suspicious if someone was great at swimming, but also yeah. did look like a fish underwater. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they can really swim pretty fast when they want to. Yeah, they make rockets. Yeah, they were, like, bullets that one time. (laughs) (laughs) They, like, swim and they just (laughs) So that's Emma. (laughs) Then there's uh, Cleo, who has brown hair, and she has a little sister, and she works at a marine park feeding dolphins for her uh, after-school job. Uh, Uh, She also has a dad who really, really doesn't want her to date, um, but all the boys like Cleo for some reason. Also, Cleo makes terrible uh, suggestions for things, and nobody ever agrees with her. Um, And then the third one is Ricky, who who has light blonde hair and is into boys and she's kind of more poor than the other ones uh and she's very pretty and and smart and nobody pays attention to her everyone's like yeah ricky whatever 
and uh, she's yeah, like, I really like it. for the first couple episodes. It's like Ricky is really pretty, and like yeah. everybody ignores her, and I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah she has such the- good hair. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. that hair made yeah. to become a mermaid when you add water. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there are some awkward situations involved involving accidentally touching water, uh, and then trying to hide that you're a mermaid. Uh, but we watched uh, four episodes. So in one episode, uh, Cleo gets a drink spilled on her at Emma's slumber party and has to run into a closet. And then she has to sneak out to a garage and completely dry off and, you know, be human again. Um, and let's see. Uh, they deal with girl drama and magic drama in completely, uh, almost totally chased ways. Oh, yeah. And only their best friend, Ray. I mean, their best friend, Louis, uh, knows about their powers. So uh, we Emma hosts a sleepover party in the first one. In uh, episode 12, The Siren Effect, Cleo gets full moon siren singing powers yeah. and uh, entrances all the boys. In- <laughs> <laughs> That's what she does. Yeah. That's, the That's song. exactly how it sounds, too. <laughs> That's she does that at exactly that bar. good. <laughs> yeah, and all the boys go gaga for her, only to realize that she actually sucks at singing after the moon sets. Um, and in, in episode 16, Lovesick, Cleo's family thinks she's run off with a rich, awful person, Zane, to get married. But actually, it was all just a misunderstanding. She was helping him with some research, and she was helping a sick dolphin at her work, feeding dolphins. Uh, and uh, in season two, we watched episode 15, Irresistible, where a skeezy guy uh, named Nate comes into some ambergris, which is an old perfume made of whale droppings. And it uh, stinks to human noses, but to mermaids, it mesmerizes them. And all three girls become a obsessed with this awful person and uh lewis and zane uh have to stop them yeah and that's uh yeah so uh there's some light light drama and uh mostly just don't let anybody know that you're secretly a fish person yeah in the in the first episode which i watched and i shouldn't have they decide they can never tell anybody because they'll immediately be killed by scientists and dissected yeah. It's a good fear. <laughs> this is also this is why Alex Mack couldn't tell anybody about her powers. Yeah. Exactly right. I, I don't know why people are so concerned about the scientific community. They're not prone to dissecting living humans. I think this is anti science. Yeah, but I they might know, keep they... her in a glass box and you know. Like splash, guys again like splash. <laughs> <laughs> she got well, sad, her tail is... got all gross. Guys, you can't put a mermaid in a box. <laughs> <laughs> science has come a long way. I remember weren't those there were like there was those Canadian like quintuplets that were just like kept in like a zoo essentially, oh, so God. people could just like come by and like take a peek at them. Yeah, yeah. science does not have like science a has ruined history. some lives in the past. I'm su- I'm not surprised that people are a little nervous about it. Yeah, <laughs> especially I, Australia's former prison colony scientists. Well, right. I also just assume that if anybody like tried to chase you, you'd use your mermaid powers to like explode a fire hydrant and spray them, and then they'd leave you alone. Yeah, I also think this is a classic, like, teenage girl thing where it's really fun to have a cool secret with your friends also. And one yeah, of your totally. enemies. Yeah, and and this is, I don't know, I like, I was in favor of the secret. It is a really good plot driver. I was not pleased to discover in season two that that little bitch Zane somehow found out about it. Yeah! Oh, yeah. So now Zane's yeah. an insider? Zane's the worst. And he was <laughs> That's why I forgot. I forgot they hated he, Zane. Wait, Zane and Ricky? Zane oh, was dating Ricky so... because he said offhand, I wanted to learn about this, like, ambergris because I'm dating a mermaid and I thought it would be really nice to know about this, like, aphrodisiac? And then yeah. I was like, who was it? And I went to Wikipedia and searched and searched till I found it out because I was really grossed out by all that. It was Ricky. Ricky, yeah. Ricky is my favorite of the three mermaids by far, and Zane is my least favorite boy. 
Oh. Yeah, Zane is the worst. Boy. I well, I didn't like Zane, but I wait. I also didn't like Guitar Guy. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, Nate. Nate nobody liked Nate. Nate was Nate way was... cuter than Zane, so I thought it was really funny <laughs> that they were like, "Oh, gross." <laughs> But he was so full of himself. Yeah, I actually there were things that I really liked about Nate. Like I, I especially <laughs> liked that um, he put on this ambergris and cleared restaurants, like or cleared the, the juice bar. Yeah, uh, oh, he yeah. smelled so bad. Humans across the bar left, and he didn't notice. That's a no. cute personality trait. But also, three girls who hated him an hour ago are now obsessed with him, and he doesn't fucking blink. He's just like, yeah, no. oh yeah, come That's, on, girls, let's talk well, about me. I mean, yeah, that's the obviously they came around. Body spray. That's what those ads yeah. teach us. If you're a gross boy and you put on something that smells different, girls will like you. Girls will freak out. I yeah. I love the idea that you go from hated to like all the girls finally come coming to you and you're just like, oh yeah, I knew this was coming going to happen. Like I love that personality of Nate. I, that was cute. Yeah, you mean Nate having no interior life whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Almost nobody has an interior life. Yeah. Let's, no, let's but be Cleo real. had a cool bedroom. Cleo's had cool wallpaper. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right, made it look like a tropical island when she closed her door. (laughs) Let's explore this a little more with, as requested by Valerie, then our our recurring segment of King of Bullshit Mountain. Oh. Tanya, you're always our reigning king of bullshit mountains, so we're going to start with you. Uh, we're going to oh, ask a question. Yeah. This is our game where you have to answer. doesn't matter if the answer is correct. Uh, Tanya, um, let's, yes. well, actually, I know Sarah has some <laughs> thoughts about this, too, but let's talk about why that one girl works at a dolphin tank when touching water turns her into a mermaid. Like, wouldn't that be like if you were really allergic to peanuts and you chose, you're like, I'm going to work at Peanut Butter Factory because that's my life goal. Yeah, I guess, you know, the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> That Don't I think, you think she gets splashed playfully by dolphins? I think she's worried about it. I mean, she's wearing like a giant apron that basically goes to her ankles mm-hmm. and yeah. um, elbow length rubber rubber gloves. <laughs> and, like, and she handles everything with tongs. Yeah. How does um, she combat the chafing from hot day wearing rubber? Oh. Um, I think Australians are, are more chafe resistant than your average people. I believe that. Is it? Do they... They're... they're Never mind. Sorry. I, so is it because they, sec- they secrete a thick layer of baby powder? I think that the sun sort of bakes them to a, a chafe-resistant, um, leathery consistency yeah. that, that makes it much easier for them to just constantly be sporting and, you know, I guess rubbing yeah. on stuff. But leathery, but still supple, like a, like a worn wallet. But why wouldn't she <laughs> consider doing a job that is uh, literally any other job? Have you ever tried to talk a teen girl out of being passionate about something she's passionate about? Mm, especially dolphins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially like, like animals Australian? or boys. Uh, do you think if we explained how rapey dolphins can be? No, I don't think I want to have that conversation. Okay. I, yeah, I certainly don't need to be the one that explains to like a 15-year-old what like dolphin sexual proclivities are. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that with a, with a girl. Uh, that doesn't seem fun, Chris. <laughs> Chris, what are you? I know that's the, I know that's your number one party chatter go to, but uh, with teenagers, maybe you should tone it down. Yeah, and talk well, about Chris, sex in the animal kingdom, Smith over here. <laughs> I would. You guys know about butterflies? Let me tell you about butterflies. <laughs> I I would be more inclined to talk about how dolphins like uh, you can like give them a bubbler and they'll like figure out how to turn the bubbler on and then swim through the bubbles. They're super smart, really? playful. Wow. Yeah. 
Hmm. Huh. There was. Oh, a- I mean, that's again, teen girls love dolphins because they're pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> how come? So, Tanya, how come Cleo appeared to have awful fringed bangs uh, in real life, but then when she became a mermaid, no bangs? Well, I think there are a lot of different supernatural transformations that make you into a more attractive version of yourself. I know mm. that many vampire series, like when people become vampires, they like are frozen in time and it's like very like they're like sexiest possible self. I think mermaid stuff is the same way. Oh, you think your hair changes magically? I think your hair yeah, I think it's like a it's like a hair suggestion oh, just for you. It does it's it like, definitely okay. changes. Don't their do hair. that. I don't know why that happens, Chris, but like it's like your mermaid hair has to look more mermaidy. Yeah. And that's yeah, the giveaway. That's you you gotta stay on bag. theme. Yeah, <laughs> even if you're in a sleeping bag, suddenly your hair is completely. Yeah, gone. it's like oh, it's all frizzed out. She must be a mermaid now. Yeah, why did she? I think us? I think mermaids know best. I have a question: <laughs> re hygiene. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh huh. Sure. Which Ooh. I don't want to get super into, but we it was established in the show that if they touch water, for sure they become mermaids. How does yes. that work in regards to bathing or even just washing hands? I Yeah, I, I agree that that is a, a confusing topic. I think for bathing, what they were doing is like taking baths. Is that right? I, we didn't see them bathe. Uh, I have, I have, of I them a, like sitting in a bathtub angrily. With their tail yeah. like flopped out. Over yeah, the side. I guess maybe I just assumed that like they knew what was going to happen, so they would just like run a bath instead of ever taking a shower because oh. otherwise I mean, you just get, fall down. Okay, my shower. my theory, which was uh, teenagers are gross and don't know how to wash themselves. Well, but you could just take a shower if you just laid down in the bathtub, turned the shower on, and then kind of like flopped around and to get all the angles. That all the work. angles. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird though because like you never bathe your legs. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you never gonna, wash oh, your legs. You true. never wash your legs. I or know you this. never shave your legs. Frankly, this was a question oh. I had too. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like uh, you stumped her, Sarah. That means you're the new yeah. king of bullshit. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> hey, Sarah. Wait, really too. quick, just to finish that up. For for hand washing, you could definitely just use an alcohol based uh, hand sanitizer. Some Sani. Right? Yeah. Some Purell. Yeah. That's probably not watery. Yeah. That's no, that's just great. alcohol. I think that's fair. I mean, or I mean, their their friend was trying to figure out like what percentage of water in something. Yeah, it was would something like transform them or more, which also means most foods. Like you can't eat. Yeah, an and your oh, I thought own it was body. 70. Oh, maybe I thought it, was it was 70. Well, so I my theory about <laughs> yeah, that. If they not touch that their I'm, own. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not King of Bullshit Mountain anymore. But I do have a theory about like the eating part. I thought that it was external skin. So like, uh, if you put something in your mouth, like you're okay. But if you dribble, like if you're drinking from a water glass and you dribble water down yourself, then you're screwed. No, yeah. like only straws. Only well, straws. And also, they have ten on. seconds yeah. to dry yeah. off before it affects them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a towel right there, yeah, yeah. you probably get. It. So you just have to be lightning fast about it. Right. Uh, hey, Sarah, as Queen of Bullshit Mountain, uh, how does nobody know how old Zane is? He looks forty. <laughs> Are you familiar with the documentary Never Been Kissed? Yes, I am. <laughs> so sometimes in life. So in you're order suggesting- to get a job done, you have to impersonate a teenager. My you're suggesting theme- Zane works for a, a newspaper. Yes. Are you saying that he's he's the newspaper's best copy editor, but he's working on his first story? Yes, his story is about the haves and the have-nots in the sleepy beachside community. Everyone is super obsessed with status here, so he says, all right, I'll infiltrate as one of the in-crowd, and I'll kids. do this searing expose on wealth disparity. I like yes. that. Okay. Uh, Sarah, I, this thing about dad, dads hating boys, 
mm-hmm. uh, and not letting any boys near their daughter. I I just don't get it. Explain that whole thing. Well, here's what? the thing. It's uncomfortable for parents to recognize their children as sexual beings. And I think at a certain point, these two very nice-looking but very average Australians realized that they had spawned a model-slash-CW actress. <laughs> and they just don't know what to do. They're like, oh no, she keeps getting taller and skinnier and her eyes keep getting more and more anime-like. What do we do? And they gave her those bangs originally as like a last-ditch effort to like keep the secret. But then she got wise to it and, and like got rid of those bangs. And you She know, went shopping for tank tops and it was all over. Yeah, she, she went shopping for form-fitting tank tops and they're like oh no so i think that's the dad's last ditch effort to deny to himself that people are going to want to maybe make out with his daughter yeah i I like the idea that they think they're she thinks she's keeping the secret that she's a model and he or that he that she's a mermaid and he thinks he's keeping a secret that she's a model so everyone's got a secret about her getting married at 15 that was so funny they're like oh no she's obviously getting married (laughs) yeah that was a fun setup with the with the boss wearing the white shirt and then like kneeling down to like feed a dolphin or something (laughs) i got like more of a i earnestly got a kick out of that that really made me laugh yeah um uh, oh, oh, here's a question. Oh, How come they can never find anything that fits Emma properly? <laughs> so here's another thing about teenage girls. They're uh, very uncomfortable with their own developing bodies, and often sure. it takes you a few years to realize how to, A, have confidence in yourself, and B, learn how to dress for something that makes you feel good and also, like, look okay. So I think Emma's in that phase where she's like, oh my god, I'm, like, having a woman's body, and I don't know how to wear it. Also, a lot of the time she was in her juice bar smock, and I have not met a smock that flatters me. No. Right. She, yeah, that juice bar thing had, like, vents in the it back. It had vents that were, like, like bulging shirt. because of her weird hunchback. Yeah. It was yeah, like a Charlie Sheen confusing. bowling shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I also have a question. So this is a little involved, but I'm going to try and get through it. So the dolphin that was sick... Um, at the end, they figure out like, oh, like remember how dolphins have this like emotional reaction to other dolphins, and the like, and wait, is it Zane? It's Zane, right? Yep. Zane is like, ugh, like what a stupid article. How did you even get through it? And then the the water park guy is like, I wrote that article. So then, why didn't the water park guy bring that up sooner? <laughs> like, if he wrote the article on this problem, and he's been like spending all this time calling this teenage girl to be like, come feed this dolphin. It like doesn't like me or something. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> to him it's a timeline (laughs) thing i think because this is why i was confused about whether or not the dolphin actually had a crush on the human or if it was always the other dolphin and she was just like so self-centered she thought it was her so (laughs) i think it's a timeline thing right so this dolphin i think was lonely and putting his affections on cleo the the Mm -hmm. trainer slash dolphin expert recognized that and was like oh because he was the one who first pointed out like i think this dolphin has a crush on you since yeah he's like obviously putting all this emotion on you then later in the episode, Cleo says in a weird off-si- offhand comment that I was like, oh, this is a plot point. She said, oh, cool, <laughs> look, they rescued a pregnant dolphin. Oh, so yeah. The yeah, pregnant okay. dolphin shows up later, and then they figure out that eventually the dolphin has transferred his affections to this other dolphin. But I think the trainer was mistakenly thinking that uh, dolphins are monogamous in their affections, so oh. he that old Cleo. monogamous dolphin conceit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The myth of dolphin monogamy. So he <laughs> it hurts more than it helps to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> so he just assumed that the dolphin was still crushing on Cleo. Um 
but he didn't realize that since the later arrival of that pregnant dolphin, the dolphin had gone back to actually doing the normal dolphin emotional transfer <laughs> dolphin behavior. Dolphin, dolphin, dolphin. <laughs> I think you going to say dolphin a lot. Did you just break down robot Sarah? Is that? Yeah, I just. <laughs> I, I think that like, counts. Answer bot Sarah. Just I also, I, for some reason, I find your descriptions of like teenage behavior really soothing. I feel like we could have like a Sarah explains puberty. Yeah, like, <laughs> really like nice I book. had a really normal, smooth experience, and now I'm like a huge expert on it for everyone else. Well, it's like, listen, this is what it is. Yeah. I Girls. It is. It has been very comforting. Uh, but I'm gonna. So I'm gonna switch topics on you. I want to make it uh, maybe something you know less about than smooth mm. transitions into adulthood. The radio station puts unscreened phone calls straight on the air. Oh yes. Says, Whatever you have to share, so go yeah, when, ahead and share it. When Cleo, <laughs> when Cleo is singing, she has the siren song and she's singing. Ah, she calls. She picks up the phone, dials a number, and the the person answers the phone and just says. Fresh FM, you're on the air, everybody's listening. What's the uh, radio plan for that? What is the... Not only is it unscreened calls, it's the second you call, he stops what he's doing and puts you on the air. Well, this is a small, sure. sleepy seaside town. Well, that's true. So I think they don't have a lot of call-ins to their radio station. So the- probably anyone they get, they're like, oh, thank God, we got a couple minutes of airtime here. That explains Yeah, because they then replayed it later. Yeah. yeah, they turned it into a hit single. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, is how, which is how that works. I don't know if you knew, but if the radio plays something enough, also, it's a hit single. Also, whenever she sings that melody, her mouth is singing something completely different. Yeah, they played like a Britney Spears track, I'm pretty sure. To <laughs> she, just like connect with her. It looks like she's singing words, and then the sound is not words. Like they. Well, that's she, the thing. Is secretly, we know she's singing the word singing. Singing. <laughs> 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 I did like it though in that episode where they're like, "Oh, do karaoke! It'll be so fun!" And her friends, it's like Cleo's so shy. Having her go sing karaoke will get her out of her shell. And then Emma's like, "No, she's a terrible singer." And she actually was. I really kind of appreciated that because usually it's like, "Oh, she's secretly so good, but she's just too shy." Yeah, like, no, I was she's so ready for her to be awesome. At it. Oh, so I did like that. Rare. And her friends like do not like sugarcoat that at all. No, they're like, "No, you are really bad at this." This has to be moon magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of magic, how come they never? They almost never use their superpowers in useful ways. I mean, so if you uh, wanted to say, I don't know, uh, stop somebody from being skeezy or otherwise save the day, wouldn't you use your water-based superpowers when everything around you is water? I mean, I would constantly, but I think these girls are still figuring out the level of their abilities and how safe it is for them to use. Yeah, but like in Chronicle, those no, those kids just started flying around. I think they're kind of Harry boys. Pottering it. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah, it's best not to like use it too much because it'll become obvious that you have something special going you on. Guys, yeah. I just realized if they're if people are thirty percent water, then these nope. they could explode someone. Could explode your body. People are more than thirty percent water. <laughs> are, mm, depends on no. how much you've had to drink yet that day. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Uh, but <laughs> I. But still, you could explode people's bodies. You could boil the water in her... Yes, you no. could boil their blood, Oh God. for example. No, yeah. I don't think they're into that. No, they're not they, into they it. They love dolphins. <laughs> let's Nobody say, who loves dolphins also it, boils blood. Of let's other say people. that Ricky gets uh, captured, captured by some weird uh, moon magic, and she becomes a vengeful god. Yeah. Like, what's, uh, what's to stop her from just killing, uh, I don't know, Zane? 
Yeah, or she nothing, she gets, and she'd be doing us a favor. She yeah. gets conscripted <laughs> into the British Navy, you know, like all of a sudden she has oh, to escape. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, she could definitely do that. Escape from like a weird water prison. Yeah, yeah, she'd be ready. She'd boil some guard's blood. He'd be like, "Ah, oh, my blood hurts," and then she'd, she'd run. <laughs> this just proves to me how willing I was to just like watch like the like random entanglements of teenage girls and i never like i never wanted them to do anything more exciting no, i, I was always either. like i didn't say just, I like, go to a different just, store and like talk to someone now. i don't care oh well i mean they only had one juice bar to go to like one juice bar slash marina and then there, there was the set of cleo's house and that was yeah cleo's family was the only one we met in these episodes <laughs> did you guys ever have a place like that when you were younger where like you and like a everyone from your school would go because i always wished that we had something like that uh, we, there was the grocery totally store did. parking lot and there was barnes and noble <gasps> what grocery store parking lot yeah. what yeah. Yeah. i don't think we really had any place either i think chris why didn't they hang out at the dq why were they in the parking lot uh, the DQ was pretty small and out of the way. I don't know. I feel like if I ran into people that I didn't know or didn't like very much at a place where I was hanging out as a teenager, like, it wasn't, like, we wouldn't all just, like, sit near each other and, like, talk. Like, it would be like, oh, why are you here? Yeah. Wait, how, very how rare. old are these girls? Like, 15? I was guessing, like, 15. Mm. Like don't they say in the wedding episode like she's like 16 or something oh yeah i think right? i think she was 15 the wedding episode the episode with the yeah. dolphin that was yeah. <laughs> also uh if ambergris uh makes them love crazy is prune juice something that mermaids hate individually yeah, or is this just something that girls uh those girls happen to hate that was his whole prank was mean? surprised this tastes like prune <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that prunes are still considered an old person fruit. And also they sure. make you poop. Yeah, that's why they're an old person fruit. Yeah. So oh, and these girls can't poop because they have old tails. That's just struggling of... to poop. Oh, that's right. They'd have to poop inside their tails. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a steal. That's a steal, Chris. I think you win, King of Bullshit Mountain. You got it, Chris. You're the champion. The last second steal. The following message may or may not be brought to you by Bing. Froop. Welcome to Spingberg, Caddy. Here's your script. Let's just have you read it to this unnamed interlocutor who sounds an awful lot like Tanya. Uh, okay. Thanks, I guess. Here goes. Are you tired of search engines that are merely free? You know you are. That's why we've introduced Bing Rewards. It's like a search engine that pays you money. Hey, that sounds great. The amount of money is too small to even calculate, but hey, it's not nothing. Well, how does it work? Every time you search for something using Bing, you get a credit. If you accumulate enough credits, you can probably redeem them. For big money and great prizes? Not really. You can get entries into drawings. And since they're digital, you won't have any way of knowing if they were real or not. But even if you have a billion to one chance, that's still not nothing. That's it? No, of course not. You can redeem them for rewards. Oh, I love rewards. Like if you search for a billion things, you get $2.95. Well, sweet. At least that's cash. Actually, they're gift cards. Oh, okay. Well, I do use gift cards sometimes. Sure you do. But good luck trying to buy something that's just two ninety five on Amazon. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not a great prize, but... Uh, it's not nothing. Nope, it's not nothing. Unless you round down, then it's definitely nothing. So what do I do? Don't round down. That, that's not what I meant. I mean, what, what do I do to earn rewards? 
Just sign up and then search using Bing. Will I notice if I switch from Google to Bing? Sometimes. You might forget eventually, but for a while you'll be like, why do my search results look a little janky? Oh yeah, I'm trying to earn free stuff. I guess this feels worth it. Hmm, sounds fun. If you want to earn rewards faster, download the Bing app. Well, how do I do that? Search for Bing in the App Store or Google Play Store. Scroll past all the bingo games and then bing bang bong, you're there. Easy enough. Then you have to remember to use that app instead of the more convenient search options. And on Android, it'll use its own weird Bing browser that breaks your phone's back button. But those credits add up, right? Yeah, I mean, they sure do, probably, and it's not nothing. I think this new campaign is going to be our best yet. I want to download that app right now and see about that weird Bing browser button thing. Great work, Callie. I'm not not sold. Start using Bing Rewards today, and you might just get something for free before you get so frustrated with Bing you stop using it. Bing, bang, bung. Now you're paid. All right, you guys. Uh, it's time for a game of top five. Top five. Top five. So we put it up on the web, on Facebook and Twitter. We asked people to ask their questions of us. What did they want to hear about H2O? Just add water. Uh, first up, we're going to start with a sponsor question. Uh, so our sponsor, Valerie, said, At the end of the free episode, you guys exactly predicted all of the inconvenient hilarity about growing up with a tail. What would be the most awkward, embarrassing, or inconvenient time for you to turn into a mermaid? Like now? Probably now, mm-hmm. yeah, because I have way more responsibilities now. You, you don't mean now, yeah, like, but are you occasionally splashed by water? Hmm? Go ahead, Chris. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. Do you mean now, like, right now while we're trying to do a podcast, or now just as an adult? Oh, do, uh, yeah, I, so I guess this is, like, phase of life versus specific instance. Yeah, I think instant. Phase of life now, in general, because I have way more stuff I have I have to do on a daily basis, yeah. and I have no time for hijinks. I think in terms of a specific <laughs> moment, probably, like, elevator or mid-poop, yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, what if... Uh, I, I'm going to get a little gross, but like sometimes there's some splash-up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't ever think about this? And then like, all of a sudden, they're mid-poop. Oh, no! Yeah, what? that's... I mean, yeah, you're, you're just, it's a couple inches between you and the water. Well, yeah, uh, what and then if, you I fall... Mean, I guess... And then you fall in a bathroom, and the ground might be a little wet, so you stay wet. Oh, no. Get wet, stay get wet. Get wet, stay wet, 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 wet it's wet, wet yeah, that would be an, that'd be oh, a terrible no. time. In a public bathroom, you can't sneak away anywhere. No, you're just a tail in a bathroom. Yeah. And then someone's doing that, like, checking under the stall door to see if the thing is occupied, and, you and you're just there tail. with, like, a giant tail. Feet, feet, uh, tail. Yeah. Um, I think the most, incon- the, most, the most convenient phase of life would be when you're old. Because I can imagine that if I was, like, in a nursing home and somebody splashed me, and then my tail just exploded, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm 80. This is what I am. <laughs> I feel like I just like live at the beach in that case. Oh, like I just swim around all the time. You're yeah. like, I don't have to work, and now I'm swimming. Well, that's true. Ricky, in the first episode, the, the, the other two girls were like, we have friends. This is going to be inconvenient. And Ricky was just like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I just want to swim to Fiji. And oh, totally. It was super- Ricky, we love you. Yeah. Precious Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. Too bad she never had a career. <laughs> I know. The, the other girls got famous. Yeah, yeah Emma mm-hmm. and uh, 
uh, Cleo got famous and they were on the Vampire Diaries and stuff. Yeah. And the Ricky was like now. not yeah. fun to work with. She just struck me as being really nice, but maybe she wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, she just seems she so jerk. warm and personable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was all her I think we nailed it with the, with the poop thing. Uh, number two, Kalina says, uh, "My question is, how do you, how do I get my kids to stop watching this abomination?" Oh no! Uh, I think you start educating them a lot about fish biology. Yeah, I th- and so about how you know, like fish lay eggs. Or, you know, just like how fish secrete weird oils that make them slide through the water and how they're really gross to touch. Yeah, you would. I, I think a more effective way is just like learn all the words to the theme song. And then oh, as yeah. soon as it comes on, start singing along in full, full voice. voice. Yeah, that And also. just like make up a dance that you do in front of the television oh, whenever. Yeah. The- <laughs> Mary girl. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, ideally, like you know, even if your kids still watch the show, then at least you have something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, a big song and dance number. Yeah, I think just have fun. It's impossible to get your kids to stop liking something, but also let's talk about that theme song for a second because Valerie mentioned we would like it that the theme song explained the show. Problematic though, because it doesn't. It explains a show that's not this show. She's not from a deep blue underworld. She's just a, a girl with magic powers. <laughs> but I think her powers are from a deep blue underworld. I agree. We no, they're get from the moon. Heavy episodes. Yeah, there's clearly some stuff going on with that like old lady who's like, I'm 65. Oh yeah, 65 year old lady <laughs> who just sneaks nice up necklace. behind. Yeah, she just sneaks up behind Cleo for fun and goes, beware. <laughs> Yes, she does. I love oh, it. She's so great. I do want to know more about the other women who have turned into mermaids here. There's got to be others. Yeah, there's yeah. a historical precedent. Yeah. Because that woman indicates that she and her friends, it also happened to them and their kids. And then that apparently goes away and leaves you with a penchant for wearing fish earrings and yeah. telling stories. Oh, yeah, you just get into God. And being like, I know I look 68. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in the Netflix sequel, it, it, so the Netflix sequel, they're just, um, it's about a pod of mermaids who live by the island, full-time mermaids. Oh, and mm-hmm. then, so like a lot more budget. Yeah, well, so more budget, and then all, but also like a lot more fish biology, which you don't want, and yeah, but in a lot of like mermaid uh, bureaucracy, where like the young girls are in charge of scaring the fish away, so that no boys will come try to fish near that island. No boys. <laughs> but, yeah. but then I guess but when then you're a fish episode, and like dudes are like trying to get with you, that's and they're not camping, ideal. and one of them falls through rock into no, but what? So one of them, the dudes are camping, and one of them falls through the rock into the moon pool at midnight of the full moon and becomes a merman, and now they have a boy there. Oh, and, uh, no. Yeah. I, everyone has more questions about merman than mermaids, and yeah. I don't want to ask or answer any of them. <laughs> Interesting. I, I, mean, I don't have more questions about mermen. Um, well, do they also have, like, like fish do, a little gas bladder that helps uh, them regulate their buoyancy? <laughs> They have They're just to. sailing through the water farting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to dive. Fart. <laughs> All right. It's fun how we were we were like, let's let's keep this uh, about not fish biology and then we, Sorry. Th- we found pooping Sorry. and now it's Sorry. all about fish pooping. <laughs> I am curious. They do poop while they're swimming. They don't slow down. Yeah. No, that but doesn't but fish they do, but these are girls. They they have human nope. shame about their body. Well, they might, but they but they don't have but they have fish lack of control over their over their bowels. 
I think hmm. they have mermaid control over their bells. I don't know what that. Yeah, which is magic. It's a more and nuanced kind of yeah. control. Uh, number three, Ralu asks, "How would you guys individually fail at being mermaids? Who dies first? Oh God! <laughs> uh, I like that she took it as like it's not just like I'm awkward at Mermaid Club to like who of you is gonna drown." Who's gonna drown? Yeah, I'm uh, a bad swimmer. I'm not a good swimmer. I would well, probably you, have mermaid powers. Though. Mean you would become an excellent swimmer very quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say I would die first of the group, oh. and that's just because I I uh, <laughs> I like to meet new people at parties, <laughs> and so I would probably accidentally. Uh, just approach a boat and just see how it's going. Oh, while, that's uh, why there are no whales left. Yeah, exactly. I I would be the whale of the group, just like <laughs> hanging out around the fishermen. Like, hey guys, nice harpoon. What's it for? <laughs> I that is a good. That's a fair concern. I I'd be really worried that they, we'd like find out that like mermaid oil is actually really great for lamps or something, and oh, then God. we would hunt Chris to extinction. Oh no! Just Chris. Wait, That'd be a really. Are you quick... saying I'm the greasiest? No, just that like that's that was like what we did with whales. There were a bunch of whales that were really friendly to boats, and that's why we killed all of them. Is because they were not afraid of people. They'd be like, "Hey, let's hang out." Like, What's that? hey, you're just a friend I haven't met yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. And that's how we got whale oil. Um, uh, I don't know, but I, I, what are the other hazards for being a mermaid? Like, obviously, there's science dissecting you. Sharks. Yeah. You don't think you're a friend to sharks? No, I no. think that the predator prey rules still apply. Okay, I think, but you're, I think that you're so a if huge there's mermaids fish. also, there must be krakens. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh. The eternal struggle. Mermaids v krakens. I, Actually I like the idea of that being a struggle. I do too. I like the idea that Zane finds some midnight magic and he turns into a kraken when he gets wet. Oh no, he just grows extra arms <laughs> and like Oh, but his <laughs> arms still have those little like punk wristbands on them. Yeah, but, oh, that's how you know it's Zane. <laughs> Damn it, Zane. It looks way old for a squid and has little armbands. <laughs> uh, Boy, think... you look old for a squid. <laughs> I look 68. Uh, <laughs> Helen says, all right, ladies, get ready for this. Uh, periods, mermaids, oh, human reproduction oh. in I general. I didn't want to. How and why? Yeah, okay. Well, so I think that probably it just, that function ceases when you have a tail. But I did think that the moon curse was the mermaid equivalent of that, of like PMS, for instance. Mm. We only saw the one episode that dealt explicitly with that, but they indicated that was something they had been dealing with every full moon. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I wondered about that too. Yeah, so I I think that's like their hormonal imbalance. I can answer about the, the, the reproduction part, which is that if they're ever wet uh while they're ovulating they'll just sport a thousand eggs all over their couch and then hope a boy i will hate come, this so much come, why are you saying this i mean and i also had the thought eggs. no get, well, go away <laughs> i mean i had the sad thought that's like they probably can't have kids Oh yeah, how would you deal with being pregnant while getting a tail sometimes? I oh my god you your water breaks and then you turn into a mermaid <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> Yeah, that's a danger. That's a big danger. I I think that's why they have to reproduce as fish, which is a- outside of their bodies. Mm. Yeah. They just produce some giant human caviar. I still hate this. <laughs> I don't think yeah. there's a good answer is probably the answer to this. And I think that's why the show doesn't necessarily need to engage with that. I guess you could just use a not yeah. use a not water-based lubricant. Oh 
man, you're really bumming me out. <laughs> How can we not also, talk about I feel this? Like, I feel How like this is the beauty of this show. No, this is the beauty of this show. It's like, as a girl, like you're well aware of all the shit you have to deal with, but sometimes you just want to relax and unwind and have most of your issues revolve around being at a juice bar <laughs> and have people yeah. not like talking to you about your bleeping eggs. Okay, I have, I have two thoughts. One is... Uh, we're not those girls. We're a show that deals with gross stuff. We talked about poop for like 10 minutes. And B, Helen wants to know. We, we owe it to Helen and the I game I think of we've covered five. this I enough for Helen. we've covered it enough. If Helen yeah. wanted all of your weird, creepy answers, she got them. All right, number five. Danny says, according to Wikipedia, the third season replacement girl can turn water into jello. What sort of wacky misadventures would you get into and out of with this seemingly random oh my power? God. So is her power, like, powdered animal bone? <laughs> I wish that was somebody's, like, <laughs> somebody's name. I am powdered animal bone. <laughs> I mean, wacky misadventures. Like, I think that she just probably accidentally, like, kills a lot of marine life with it. Yeah? Because she's, yeah. she's, like, yeah. solidifying their environment. Fish can't breathe jello. <laughs> what if they <laughs> I've said it once, I've said it a thousand or, times. What if she is what if she is chaperoning a uh, kindergarten field trip to the zoo mm. and nobody has uh, fun treats, so she just buys them all bottles of water and instantly uh, turns it into jello and all the kids are happy. Yeah, that would be a wacky yeah, there's adventure. There's great uses for it. Great catering related uses. <laughs> yeah, most of it is catering, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, most of it catering. Also, I mean, she could use that it. That seems to like kill the people. worst power, to be honest, out of all yeah. the powers they have. Because I think boiling water is dope as hell. Mm. You can make pasta so fast. <laughs> and I think freezing That's water true. is also very cool. Because, again, you could make ice so fast yeah. and you could cool off really easily during the summer. Oh, yeah. And I think even making water into more water, also very cool solving world crises. Right. Right? But yeah, Jello, California. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. right? Her job and is Jello the aquifer is, manager. No. Yeah, Jello, it's like what? You could make somebody better at staying up at water skiing, maybe. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Really. I think, it, yeah, I think riding you could only Jello use the Jello power for catering or for evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> catering or evil. Or evil catering. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all been at that fork in the road. Is it catering or evil? What will I do? All right. And lastly, I want to do a bonus question from me to you guys. Um, top six? Top six. Uh, so from the episode with the ambergris, um, would you be willing to smell like shit to everybody in the world except for just three, just to have three Australian girls obsessed with you? No. Mm. No. I... I thought it was interesting how often the show was about mind control. Yeah. I just want to dwell on the fact that Tanya and Sarah both said no really fast, and Chris said, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the question might not have been directed at you, ladies. Oh, yeah. Chris, do you want to get more into that? Um, see, the weird thing, and this is the thing that uh, Lewis brought up. Well, tempting as it is... You want somebody to be into you because they choose to be into you. And I thought that was a very mature viewpoint that I would definitely sympathize after the first couple of months. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, that is assuming that we don't live in a world where uh, we have pheromones and hormones and other random things controlling our emotions. That, I like that idea yeah. of free will. I just don't believe in it. So in, mm. in other words... So, so your answer is, is an enthusiastic yes? <laughs> My answer is a hesitant, I'd try it. They seemed, but like, then they had no personality. I think that was the thing. Is it's not like you're getting like these same girls, and now they just really like you. It's like they have they're like neutral bots, and then they like, just yeah. want to make out. Them to do yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know? and, and when the fine. 
Yeah, and when the ambergris wears off, they like don't remember. So you're basically date raping these girls. Ooh, like because they they really have no idea why they are where they are or what has happened in the time that they've been like out, quote unquote. Like it's not it's not like they're like sentient. No, they they are just like little little. Uh, okay, I don't I don't I I would prefer this stay more step for wife and less uh, date raping in the discussion. <laughs> I mean, we all prefer I love that. me a Stepford wife. I just hate it when there's an emotional impact to my controls. Because that's, that's what the Stepford wives were. They were just like lovely robots that never had any like individual that never used identity. To be people. Okay, how about used this? Used to be people at all. How about this, Tanya? How about I get a little ambergris, but then she also gets a siren song. And so we like each other for totally chemical for, reasons. For uh, reasons outside of your own control. Yeah. See, I guess I'm more of a Hey Leonardo kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to look up the person who did that song. She likes me for me. Oh. <laughs> I like Which is a horrible song. What if we were both already in love and then we both were like, hey, for tonight, you put on your ambergris and I'm going to sing a siren song and then we're just going to be crazy. We're going to be crazy and then neither of us will remember why we liked the other person. Well, we liked each other to begin with, so we won't. It's not like we hate each other. So are you saying these would be like aphrodisiacs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like if you go on a date and you make asparagus, that's legal. Why is that okay? Whoa. What? That makes people... Wait, what did you just say was an aphrodisiac? (laughs) No, I get it, and you took it a little too far. No, people say that that's an aphrodisiac, and you like, when you're on a date, you're like, you can have chocolate because it'll get you in the mood. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's just, uh, yeah, but it's not something that's like disgusting the rest of the time. Like, that's a food. Yeah. Foods are different, I think. It's not whale poop perfume. Yeah. Yeah, whale poop perfume is different. My main thing was that I am, like, very into, like, smells, like, smells affect me very strongly. And the idea of hanging out with someone who actually smelled bad is, like, very not tenable to me. I, I just couldn't do it. Well, but you, it wouldn't smell bad to you. It would smell the best. But, like, I don't know, man. You, you think you're so sensitive to smells that you would smell ambergris and you'd be like, well, I'm infatuated with bullshit. <laughs> well, and I would be, I would be, well, I guess I would be robotically like charmed by this person. Yeah. But in theory, I think I would also notice that everyone else around us was like gagging and running away. I mean, you don't because of the ambergris. But yeah, I, I, see what you're, yeah. I see your point. I think the the thing that, the, the thing that, that tears it for me is the amnesia thing. Like if I were just like yeah, yeah. completely obsessed with someone and it was, and it was just like, like I couldn't control myself. That's sort of okay in a way, but it's weird that you don't remember yeah, that after it happens. Like, right. That's yeah. the part that I find seriously advocating creepy. for ambergris. I just thought it would be a fun thing to discuss. And now that you've made it about date rape, I feel a little guilty. Like maybe it seems like that's what I was in favor of. And that's not what I asked for. I, <laughs> I just thought we should all have asparagus. Don't for dinner worry. It's all my fault. Have now. a great time. No, I, I believe you, Alex. I believe. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah. And remember, Chris said, hmm. So I'm not alone here. <laughs> All right, that's the game of Top 5.5. If you want to play Top 5, go to facebook.com slash readandweep or Twitter at read underscore weep or join our mailing list at readandweep.com and we'll put out the question for next week and we want to hear your responses back. Or we're going to put up the statement. You give us a question? I don't know. Anyway, we want to hear your questions. We want to know what thought experiments you want us to play. My favorite is when these are like thought experiments like this. Like, how would you... Yeah. I think that's really fun. Um, so that's Top 5. Now it's time for the minor compliment... We're going to go in reverse order. Tanya, you're up first. Um, so in one of, I think it's the full moon episode. They're all like 
at somebody's I can't remember I think it's Cleo's house they're yeah, Cleo's, Cleo's house, house and they're all like under a blanket watching a scary movie and I just it's been so long since I've done that with my friends and I just I was overcome with like nostalgia oh. and the desire to be like cozy and watching a scary movie yeah I, it was really cute that is super cute and I don't want to take away from that with this question but I am a little curious if the full moon <laughs> fucks them up so bad why not just go to sleep early oh uh. I don't know. They were, like, they were like, oh, it could hurt us. We should stay up all night and try to hide from well, the moon. I, mean, I think if a full moon happened on like a Wednesday, it's one thing. But if it's on the weekend, like you don't want to like, give up your Saturday just because of a stupid full moon. Yeah, but also the moon like rose at like midnight and like set at noon the next day or whatever. So it was. Like, oh, I guess you know, there's also a lot Australia of rules moon. No, yeah. it's no, it, it's not an Australia rules thing. It's just the moon doesn't rise and set at like with the sun. I think I don't know. What do you just you just take a. Take a little sleeping pill, have a good night's rest, wake up tomorrow, yeah. and don't have kidnapped the entire male population of this sleepy Australian town over the radio. Yeah, I just think do that's the right a thirty-year-old person. Three ambient yeah, and just. No, I think that's a thirty-year-old person's solution to a problem, and these girls just don't have the like. I think when they get older, they'll they'll do that. But for now, they're you oh, know, shenanigans. True. What are their weapons? What are the weapons that they use to solve problems? Scary movies and hanging out under a blanket. That's true. You know that's. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever it is, they can solve and it. And I don't think it's a problem that I haven't found that I could solve with a couple of Ambien, and I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> Alex, it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my mi- minor compliment is, uh, well, it's actually, so it's about the karaoke. I, I, this is this is a weird compliment. I, I guess it just, the seeing how bad that karaoke was and how, like, stereotypically bad karaoke was yes. just reminded me how far I've come since when I was a teenager and my original thoughts on karaoke. So in this karaoke scene, she starts singing badly. And even though it's just seven people she goes to school with in the bar, they boo her. And then the mic feeds back because she sucks at singing in that classic movie way. And I, I'm not crazy about karaoke, but this is a much worse version than is actually real. Like, it was, it was made of judgy, judgy people who, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like karaoke usually is very inclusive and welcoming, even of... Well, this is what know. I've learned. I, was a, I always thought I hated karaoke. A friend of mine opened a couple of karaoke bars, and now, I, like, I've learned, you can have a really good time. It's just bring people who don't suck to hang out with you at karaoke. It's, if it's people you like, it's a fun thing to do. And yeah. if you suck at singing, there's a lot of great stuff. You can do 90s rap songs. Everybody likes that. That's a crowd pleaser. You can always Wait, do... You can sing My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. That's my Totally. Go-to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, everyone has a... There's a bunch of go-tos. Just have a go-to ready where you know the words. Um, mine is nothing but a G thing. Um, also, I'm a big fan of uh, Kermit the Frog's Rainbow Connection. Because even if you can't sing that, people will like you. Yeah, it's just a real charming song. So make karaoke work for you. Don't don't let karaoke ruin itself. Don't let this show ruin karaoke for you. God, if only those fifteen-year-old Australian girls who have mermaid powers could have heard that advice, Alex. I was going to say, I think this is just proving that, like, as we as we age, we just gather so much wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) We're like like double as wise. You said, yeah, (laughs) we know so much more now. Yeah, Uh, beware, beware, karaoke can be fun. You you made that sound so mean to me, but I did mean it as like a thing that I've learned over my life, and I think it makes you no, like, absolutely. I, I didn't yeah. mean it in a mean way. Yeah, I really did mean. I feel like we've learned a lot of stuff that was harder to know when we were like fifteen that years is old. True. Uh, true fact. True fact. Uh, Chris, yes, sir. Compliment. Uh, we didn't really talk about this too much, except as sort of a ridiculous danger. But Cleo has a job where she just hangs out with dolphins and tosses them fish all day. Uh, uh, as a kid, yeah. that would be the coolest job. 
to go hang out with dolphins. Uh, I loved dolphins as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was dolphins super are Australia's ponies. <laughs> well, yeah, girls like, aren't. If you guys want like a weird lift, do like a Bing image search for space dolphins and just like mm. look at all the art. Space dolphins. Space dolphins. This is a, a bizarre '90s art movement. All right, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to bingle it now. Yeah, where it's just like dolphins and they're like I jumping, don't... but like they're jumping past like Saturn. Don't do a what? Do <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember space this shit. Dolphins. This would be on like T-shirts. Yeah. Like t-shirts and like velvet paintings. Yes. Jew- this, how about Jewish dolphins in space with cowboys? Jewish? Yeah, that's just what why, this image is. Why and you it's gotta... two dolphins and they have really? like traditional uh, the the long locks on the sides of their heads and the hats and so they're they're orthodox really? Jewish space cowboy dolphins. What are you saying? That is real weird. Uh, that's not what mine shows. That's like the twelfth image. Shows images for space dolphins. Let me see. I found these dolphins. Yeah. Man. Oh, Jewish wow. dolphins in space. I did find that one. Yeah, it's like a lot. I was more referring to the general, just like ah, like here's they this have... dolphin by a vortex. Oh man, I'm into they the, have this. Guns? Is... You... Why do they have guns? I don't know what that cowboys. Me They're space cowboy, uh, Jew. conservative Jews. Um, also dolphins. <laughs> so I, I don't. So we don't usually do a thing where we recommend something fun for the day every time on every episode. But this was a great one. Good job, uh, Chris. Thank or not Chris. Uh, Sarah, Sarah. Thanks for recommending this, guys. Go bingle space, space dolphins, dolphins right now. You'll. It will be a good. It's good fun. It's really soothing. All right, Chris uh, or uh, Sarah. That leaves you. Was that your? That was your bonus. But what's your compliment? Oh, um, my compliment is. That, uh, well, similar to what um, Tony was saying earlier, is it's really nice to have a show that's, like, intended for preteen girls, and it deals with a lot of feelings of, like, teenage awkwardness and anxiety, but in a way that doesn't feel super pressure-filled, it just feels really nice and natural, and I did like that everything ultimately came down to, like, the bond between these three girls and the fact that they were united in their, like, secret together, but they also just were hanging out and enjoying each other. Like, Except for they were Ricky. hanging out having sleepovers. They were hanging out, like, having juice together. They were going yes. swimming together and just, like, talking over their days and their lives. And I just, I really, really liked having something that was, like, very sweet and simple and positive about, like, female friendship. Even if sometimes the female friends had fish feet. And and <laughs> even if secretly two out of the, two of them hated the third one. I think they liked her, though. I think they liked her. Yeah, I think that that went away pretty quickly. Like, she softens even at the end of the sleepover episode. Like, she's like, this is lame. And then she's like, oh, no, it's not. I'm a a friend now. That's true. Yeah, I think they were more like, it's your friend who's sometimes difficult, but you're encouraging her to get out and engage with the world. They hate her so much in episode one. They hate her in episode one. She is the worst. We didn't watch episode one. We didn't watch episode one. Well, I did. I... (laughs) Uh, they like she's. It's her fault that they're mermaids because she they like they're on a boat and she steals the boat and drives them to an island and they run out of gas and like it's all Ricky's fault and they hate her for it. Well, uh, then they Ricky's like the it. awesomest. Yeah. <laughs> no. They really, they really get over this, and so should you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get over it, Alex. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ricky. No, I think Ricky, you're so fine. You blow my mind. I think you're great. Hey, Ricky. And Ricky. the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ricky's great. I just want to remind you that of these three friends, they hate one of them. 
and <laughs> sorry i'm still searching for space dolphins and i found one with a comment that says yo dog this is a picture of jesus in space with chicken nuggets <laughs> <laughs> everybody that's it for our show thank you for joining us we're gonna be back next week talking about the point um the point this is sponsored by mike painter who referred to it as a crazed fever dream from his childhood so kind of interested i'm not sure where this is gonna go seems a little wet we'll find out uh, as wet month continues uh thank you so much for sponsoring mike and thank you for sponsoring this episode valerie i hope it was everything uh (laughs) your grad school days remembered um Good job with grad school. I hope your debt is not overwhelming. Um, and I, I hope that you continue to watch mermaid shows. I know there's the other spinoffs. you got a lot to do. Mm. Also, thanks for uh, our newest meat buddy, Callie. Our newest uh, Bing buddy, uh, Callie. <laughs> newest buddy in Bingburg. Um, I'm sure that's what you wanted when you signed up. That's Callie from, uh, who sponsored last week because she liked the episode so much. So she became a uh, which is awesome, Callie. Thanks for being here. Um, and uh, thanks for being here, as always, at C. Walter Smith and at the Tanya Best. Yo-ho. Bada-bing, bada-boom. <laughs> and thanks for being here, at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Thank Hathaway. Thank you for having me, guys. This yeah. was really fun. I genuinely loved every minute of this. I was talking about <laughs> it so much to my fiancé, and he thought it was so weird that I got so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. That's awesome. I don't think we even knew that you had a thing for mermaids when you were a kid. I didn't know that was a. Uh, no. Mm, yes, mermaids, unicorns, talking horses. All the classics. The whole fantastical yeah. realms. I, I don't know why it just it missed me. I have no. Talking horses, I'm all about it. Uh, mermaids just mm. never got into it. Well, because they're grotesque half creatures. Right? That is my main problem with them, yeah. That, I was going to say, that tends to be your party line, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not into half creatures. I, well, like, if you merge them, you know, if they integrate, like puggles, those are great. No. With <laughs> a little puggle, but wait, Alex, what if the puggle had, like, a little fish tail? <laughs> <laughs> It's mostly in your delivery that I was <laughs> sold on this idea. Yeah. yeah, you almost made it sound good. I, mm-hmm. but if you took like like if a puggle was just the front half of a pug and the back half of a gull, that would be so gross. If you just, you just don't 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 sew two creatures together. Merge them. They're not sewn. They are merged by nature. No. <laughs> uh, All right. Anyway, that's it for our show. We'll be back again next week. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Splash. Wanna be with me? Oh, baby.